Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. everybody welcome to the animation station podcast my name is josh and today we're going to be talking about season three of star vs. the forces of evil and today i'm joined by two very special guests i have andreas hey what's up everybody and i have chloe yep. all right um so first off uh chloe tell us a little bit about yourself okay uh well i'm from britain i'm 16 uh, I got into Star vs. Force of Evil um, in Season 1. I've kind of got more interested into it in Season 2, but the Blood Moon Ball was my first episode, and it was amazing. Uh, uh, I like it. I liked it for the ship at first, but the story and everything about it just gripped me, so here I am today. Excellent. Uh, Andreas? So, my name is Andreas. I'm from Mexico, not Mexico City. I'm from a town called San Luis Potosí. San Luis Potosí. Uh, I'm 16 years old. I'm starting. I'm starting high school, and I got into Star vs. the Forces of Evil around like one and a half years ago. My my first episode was as well. It was Blood Moon Ball, and yes, I am also because here mainly because of the ship, especially Starco, but also the story, the plot. It's just like just really amazing. Like the series, it's. So well built. Um, we need more series like this, definitely. And my name is Josh, and I've been watching Star Wars Force of Evil for about a year and a half. And I'm pretty sure the episode that got me hooked was School Spirit, back in season one. Yeah. And and that pretty that pretty much I it, it had everything that I wanted in it. So I was like, oh well, this is a show that I'm gonna watch. And then. I unfortunately fell into the hole that is Starco, so it just like pulls you in and never lets you go. Welcome to hey, hell. Like in all fandoms. <laughs> exactly. All right. Once you're in, yeah. you never get Oh man, and so yeah, basically this episode we're going to be talking about um, everything that we've seen from Star vs. the Forces of Evil Season 3 so far, uh, so that's everything from the Battle of Muni to Stump Day. Um... So basically, the beginning of season three into the mid-season finale that was Stump Day. Alrighty, this sounds gonna be fun. All right, so let's just go over what was everybody's favorite part of this season. So, uh, Andres, let's start with you. Oh well, my favorite part was definitely the the reunion between Star and Marco in in Battle for Muni. It was just so. Sweet. Plus, they were both using like rat uh, outfits, one ugly, one beautiful. <laughs> it was just funny, and it was just like she was 
all open about her crush. She was not going back. I mean, they didn't talk about it, but it was just like it was all out in the in the air. It was like, Marco, you never looked killer in that beret. And I was like, tell him, girl, tell tell him, he's yours now. Also, I think one of my favorite moments was when Marco realized he's crush on Star in Lava Lake Bitch. Uh, yeah, that's probably one of my favorite episodes. As well as the fact of Marco making a freaking quinceañera to Star. That was beautiful. That was that was fantastic. Yeah, that happened in Stub Day. I absolutely love that. When he's like, oh, yeah, we have a quinceañera. I'm like, oh, that's so perfect. Marco would totally throw a quinceañera for Star. Mexican party in the house. I'm so sad I've missed that episode. <laughs> oh, you, I can tell you where, where you can watch it, but it's a secret. Oh, I'll find <laughs> All right, Chloe, what was your favorite part of season three so far? I liked the bit where um, Marco got, uh, I can't remember the episode name, but um, this blew my mind. I mean, when I saw this on like uh, Instagram, because uh, spoilers <laughs> some um when he used star's wand and got the moon um the st- moon symbol on his cheeks i mean i was like what what does this mean what oh. was yeah moon, yeah, <laughs> yeah I've, I've looked at all the theories somebody gave me a paragraph on it on but yeah that was oh it opens up so many things and the kind of i love the blood moon um on how they're like their souls are binded and the fact that they've kept this up and it's all these little things like just when you think they've forgotten it they surprise you and yeah like um um i like the moment when marco realized he had feelings for star i was like yes finally it's <sighs> happening yeah yes. <laughs> you know what I, I at first when i saw it i was like nah I was like, oh man this one means he's gonna be evil his monster arm is coming back and then i just kept kind of got deeper into it and i was like you know what this could actually also resemble his dragon cycle you see like you see this the circle in his wand has like spikes uh uh the wheels on on the dragon cycle nachos uh, are have spikes as well as they have wings just like nachos so i was like this could also mean he's very passionate on dragon cycling you know i was like this doesn't really I, have to there's be- i love it there's so many different symbols in it like um in the um i can't remember the episode name but when they um had the big monsters and newman's ball um, when when the um uh, the pigeon guy said to marco um do the sword dance i mean and then think to do with like the password thing in his wallet and even this, this doesn't make any sense now, but I'm sure some people... There, there's so many different things that the plot seems to be leading up to. And, and I mean, there's something about, like, um, ripped clothes with the monsters and how Marco connects with the monsters. Uh, I, I just love it. Yeah, definitely. I have a feeling that that the Pigeon Prince, Rich, I think his name is Rich Pigeon. Yeah, yeah Rich, that's I it. I think it is Rich, yeah. Yeah, I think he works for Eclipse or for, or for Meteora. I, I have that feeling like he's so mysterious and so dark. He was like, how did he do the sword dance? The only one that knew that was Star and Eclipse and 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 Glossaric, but he only says, Gladgard. <laughs> I love Glossaric, man. He yeah. also just happened to know of the mansion that was uh, Hades's, Hades's, uh basically childhood home. And happened to throw the party there. 
it's it's very it's very convenient that he he's he knows all of these things. So, yeah, I, 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 I agree that he he may be working for Eclipsa. You think mm. he's, the voice of the of the of the cap the the captain painting was him? <gasps> he kind of sounds like like it. If you if you put if you put a deep voice in Rich Pigeon, it will be like Blood Moon. Imagine that. I'm <laughs> like just he was there all along, and, and let the theories begin. <laughs> I want. I already want to go see Tum- how Tumblr is gonna react to this. <laughs> oh, I, man. Th- I-, I think um, with what really got me was the reveal of Eclipsa. But I mean, when she um, was uh, kind of melted from the crystal, and the first thing she went for was everyone is expecting like a really evil sorceress. I was expecting. Uh, I was expecting Snookers. <laughs> Yeah, and I know what she did. She was like, "I want a candy bar, Snooker's man." That was that. That just made me laugh, and I absolutely love her character. I think there might be more to her though. But oh, and then oh, finding out that Heinous is her daughter—that was just wow. Oh, yeah, that was, that was crazy. It's kind of even. Are we spoiling people all around the world? Uh, attention, everybody. Um. You've entered the the spoil zone, so we're gonna spoil everything from season three so far. Sorry. So, yeah, it's we'll spoiler. just yeah, we'll just go ahead and spoil it all. It's all spoiled now. All right. Uh, Kelly appears to start having a crush on Marco and Stanley. Okay, so here's here's a problem that I have with this. So Star has this crush on Marco that she's had. <laughs> we fi- fi- ha- we figure it out in season two. She has it at the beginning of season three, and then randomly she ah. just falls for Tom. I thought it was it was really really soon. I ha- I have a theory uh and but I've I never po- been I've never been a 14-year-old girl, so uh, I don't know how I've only <laughs> been a 14-year-old boy, so I, I know how what... my feelings go, but I've I don't know how that works out, but it just seemed like she moved on really really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do have a theory about this. Um I kind of got the idea from uh a, a Tumblr page by the name of C-E-E-D-D-M. Uh, and I think, um, and I quote the, the theory, the thing of star rushing things can also relate with the monsters slash mumins peace treat. You, you see, uh, she wanted to do, it, to do this as quick as possible, and we saw that she, sa- she even sent herself in Monster Bash. I just thought I could change everything overnight. Ba- basically, she was saying, she was saying, I rushed things. I should have rushed them, and I think that's what happened in that th- that case with the crush on Marco. She felt the need of feeling the void Marco left, and when the silver bell came, she was like not interested. But when she saw that, when she heard what Tom uh, said to her, that she, he was like, "I want to change and everything," and he and she saw like, "Oh my, Tom wants to change just as much as I want to change, and I want to change Muni." He's having the same problems as me. I should be with him because he has the same problems as me. That's my theory. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Well, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be heartbreaking for Tom when she ends up going back to Marco. <laughs> Tom Marco uh, for the win. Woo woo! Stoke all the way. Uh, I, I, if that doesn't, I I. Got oh, Tom. If that doesn't happen, I will be. I, do you know, I think it's solid now. I mean, 
Yeah. It should be, but... Man, are they making it hard? Lucitor, can, can I ask? Is that like um, his title? Uh, I think that's his full name. Tom Lucitor oh, is his Tom. Yeah. yeah, Tom Lucitor is his, sec- Lucitor is his second name. Ah, okay, that Tom makes sense. Lucitor. I do love that Marco used his name in Stump Day. Yeah. I just... Because he's, he's calling his... Okay, so Chloe, so you haven't seen it. So, seen spoilers it. for that. It's okay, so, mind spoilers. So, uh... Marco is like throws uh, the quinceanera for uh, Star, and he basically calls Tom out for not remembering Star's birthday, and I, straight up calls him Lucitor. And I was like, "Oh snap!" It's using like his. Star. It just got real. It, it sounds like, like it's, it's Yeah, it's 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 like when your mom uses your full name, like when you know you're in trouble. So she calls like all of your names out, and you're like, okay, yeah, this is bad now. You know what? You know what would freak out Tomko shippers? You know the part where where Tom says, "Say I'm a good boyfriend," instead of Marcus saying, "Oh, never." It would have been. It would have flipped Starko Tomko shippers around if if just Marco kissed Tom on the cheeks and he was like, "Fine, you're my you're my good boyfriend," and I was like, Tomko would have been like, "Oh, it just, it oh man." Let's oh god, Tomko. <laughs> I, I did me, that. I, I just joke around it because I believe it's a good bromance. I really don't see it as yeah. a ship, but I oh yeah, it's definitely a bromance for sure. Yeah. I think yeah. after I kind of I was like, oh my god, after um, I didn't ship them seriously, but I I liked the ship, and I, after <laughs> after just friends, I mean, when Marco sung, oh man, that was I really want him to sing again because. I absolutely, I love Adam McArthur. He is, and yeah, when yeah. he sung, that does everyone know that Marco's voice actor, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Shout okay. out to Adam McArthur because I was almost gonna meet him in Florence, Italy this summer. <gasps> oh, but I, that would have been amazing. I, I was actually leaving one, one. I was where I was when he went to the gelato store. I recommended him. He was going there, and I was like. Oh man, I'm gonna meet. I'm gonna finally meet Adam McCarter. And I was like, just one one street away from the gelato store. And I was like, come on, let's go. I, I I'll invite the gelato. You can buy a you can buy a five uh uh euro gelato if you want. It's on me. And he was like, no, I'm just really tired. And I was like, come on, guys, I'm inviting you a gelato, and I'm gonna make you meet an, a famous person. What else do you need? And they were like, uh, no, I'm just really tired. And I missed the chance. And, it, and he was like just one street away. And I was like, oh my oh, god. Man. He was just so disappointing. I was so disappointed. I was like, aww. Man. Hey, I've, got, I've got like a whole sea between like me and the US. So, ugh. I was, uh, I was at uh, D23 uh, in July. <laughs> and I was oh. at the, it was the Star vs. the Forces of Evil Gravity Falls panel. So Darren Nefsey was oh, there and Alex Hirsch was there. Um, and that was super cool. Like, I so I was in the audience, and Adam had tweeted out, "Well, I'm not technically a guest at uh, D23, but I'm gonna be there." And I was like, "Okay, snap!" So he's in the convention center with me, <laughs> and I like after that panel I started, I was like, I walked around the like where the area where everything was at. I was 
fi- trying to find him as much as I could because I'm like, hey, yeah, come be on this stupid podcast that I do. It's awesome. <laughs> Um, and I was like looking around, there's like nothing. And I'm like, Oh, I missed him. And so like, I was keeping up with his Twitter and I would see where he was, like the photos that he would post. And I I would go over there and be like, Oh, he was just here like a minute ago. (laughs) So I was trying to like track him down and it was awful. I was like, Oh, I just ended up giving up. Oh man. You know what we should do next time? If we ever do a panel again, which I hope we do, we need to, we need to invite Adam to come with us. I, hey, he's invited on every podcast that we ever do. So if he ever wants to come on, Adam, if you're listening, you are invited. Come on, let me know. We will get you on. We'll have tacos. And we'll have tacos and horchata. I know how to make horchata. An actual Mexican horchata without dairy. And we'll and get you boba and like so. We'll just buy like six bags of boba and you can just eat all of it. Yeah, nachos as well. Oh yeah. And many and and a lot of gelato if you want. Oh man! I know he's also uh, a fan of gelato. I know that. I I I love the. I mean, I am. I love. I think um, the uh, what is it? The star of us? The star bump. What what is what is the crew called? They have like the. I mean, I'm. Yeah. Um. I love the crew. Uh, they're probably one of my favourites in terms of like shows and everything. Because um, with Steve, um, I like Steven Universe is another one of my favourite shows, and they're similar to. They're quite interactive with their fans, but I think them kind of Daryl Nessie and um, Adam McCarthy and everyone else. I think it's um, even the composer and um, Brian. I think. Yeah, I mean. And oh. they're no longer part of the Star Crew, but shout out to him anyway, Giancarlo Bobby. Yeah. I hope you're not seeing that. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, even if it wasn't for the show, I think I'd follow these people because they have such. I mean, they don't have to do this yet. I mean, Adam McCarver just takes it. Like, he he says he loves Starco, and that for me is just like, yes. It's, it's, it's great. Fun. It's great when your voice actor is shipping himself with somebody. So yeah. that's how yeah. you know that it's good. Uh, yeah. I mean, you but know, for me, yeah. Yourself. I mean, for me, these are like I I like some celebrities, obviously, but I mean, these guys are like my kind of role models. I mean, yeah. it, <laughs> at at Comic Con, um, I there's one called MCM in London. It's probably the biggest one in the UK, and it is oh, there's barely anyone, but there's everyone at the same time. Like I went on the day, and there was um. Cat Noir, the voice, the uh, American voice actor, and Bryce Bryce Pappenbrook. I think so. It, it might not have been, but I saw they weren't. They're not clear on who they actually, um, who the pa- who actually is on the panels and who they what they do, and <laughs> so actually I was gonna, quite. You're actually quite gonna, gonna hang me. I've been recommended to watch Miraculous Ladybug many times, and I haven't had the chance to see. It. I'm what like, are you doing, dude? Why aren't you watching Miraculous <laughs> Ladybug? We literally just had an episode of I Miraculous know, Ladybug, I, I and know. we had the voice actress for Tiki on as a guest. No. So I mean, what are you? What are you doing? I I know the characters and I know the plot, but and I want to so watch it, but I don't have the time, and I don't find where I can watch it. I, it's it's so hard, man. I, I I'm actually trying to find where I can watch the episodes. I don't know. 
anymore. It's just so sad because I want to watch them so bad because they relate them so much with uh, uh, the the main ship over there, with, which is Cat Noir and Ladybug with uh, with Starko. They relate them so much. Oh, t- trust me, that's not the main ship. There is Adrian and um, oh my gosh, how could I have forgotten her name? Marinette. And Baronet, that's it. Uh, yeah, Marinette. that's the ship. Yeah, that's the same. No, 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 no. No, yeah, like that's a ship. There's four different ships that are all the same ship. There's oh, really? uh, there's Adrianette, oh, yeah, which is Adrian and Marinette. There's Lady Noir, which yeah. is Ladybug, Ladybug and Cat Noir. There's uh, Ladrian, which is Ladybug oh. and Adrian. And then there's uh, Marichat, which is Marinette and Cat. Oh, yeah. So we have four different ships that are essentially one ship. Oh my god! I just want to start watching that series right now. Like, ugh. go for it. <laughs> I need to. I need to find the episode and start watching this. Hey, series. you can't be as bad as me. I haven't. So um, I'm not very patient. I was so excited. Um, like this is back in got two years ago, a year and a half. Uh, season one had finished. I'd just gotten to lead. Um, uh, I'm just going to call it Ladybug. Um, and I was so hyped for season two, but there was barely anything. And now that it's kind of a year's gone by, and I don't know, I just haven't. I've seen bits and bobs, but why didn't I just be loyal? <laughs> oh, man, I, I'm right there with you. Like, I, I know stuff that happens because of Tumblr. Like, Tumblr just spoils me on yeah. everything. So you know I'm like, what? Uh, I, I know what's going to happen, and I'm ready for it. I'm, I feel like I'm the only person who I can say is I'm not, I haven't ever really used um, Tumblr. Really? It's yes. a, it is, it is a sleep, sl- uh, sleep, it is a steep, steep slope, so. Yes, I've you can, heard. You can start off, you can fall down so many rabbit holes, it's not even, oh, it's, it gets bad after a while. Trust me, I've seen the text posts on Instagram, and I would say I would be, uh, <laughs> You, there's a lot of things to go through about Tumblr. Um, <laughs> we shall not speak Tumblr, of this. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Tumblr of Instagram, shout out to my friend Starla Woods on Instagram. She's a great artist. Go check it out. Make Starco stuff as well. Okay, speaking of Star vs. Force of Evil, I guess we should get back into Star vs. Force of Evil. Oh, yeah. Evil. We just turned to that that thing that we were talking about. Yeah, the lady, the miraculous ladybug, it was like. But that, we should make a stand-up comedy. <laughs> we are good. Oh. We're good for uh, this happens in every conversation I have, every time. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. I, I recorded an episode uh, last night with uh, Hannah, and it was about Teen Titans. We started Ooh. with, I think we started off talking about Justice League, and then we went to Teen yes. Titans, and then we went to Teen Titans Go, and then we went to Young Justice, and then somehow we ended on Sailor Moon, then we talked about Card Captor Sakura, and then I think we went back to Teen Titans. It was it was crazy. It's a it's a definitely a weird episode. Oh, <laughs> what are we doing here? Are we talking about serious <laughs> or are we talking about Star Wars of the Force people? We're talking about we're talking about Star Wars the Forces of Evil. Now I really liked uh, probably my favorite character of this season. Um, I'm gonna have to give it a tie, so it's a toss up between. Eclipsa, because I thought Eclipsa was fantastic. Um, But I also am really starting to dig Kelly. Yeah. 
I like I'm liking Kelly more and more now because she was she was very one dimensional in like season two when we first meet her in Goblin Dogs, and yeah. now we we get to see a little bit more. So like we get to see this vulnerable side like after Tad and everything like that when she's with Marco um, and. For his birthday, which, by the way, thanks, Star, for not wishing your best friend a happy birthday. Yeah. I couldn't believe this because um, Marco makes such a fuss of her birthday. Or, like, uh, was it that time he celebrated every day of her? Oh, yeah, that episode, like, it was like a foreign exchange student. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. That was season one so long ago. Yeah. But I, I found that really, really, like, oh, man. Like, Star, how can you forget your best friend's birthday and your ex crushes? birthday jesus yeah and like she's just making out with tom the whole time and i'm like yeah girl you're, at role you're reversal i mean oh. what, what like, happened in um birthday he's 50 he's he's a quinceanero now he's a quinceanero yeah. now i mean it, i i i love um when scenes are mirrored in a different way like history repeats itself um i think it was the episode uh, just friends that was an amazing episode but yeah. the similarities in them with the music and oh uh, I've always wanted to see more of like, no way is Marco one dimensional, but I kind of wanted to see more, um, more of that to him. And if he likes Star, which is all my kind of it's all my canon. wishes come true. It's canon now. It's canon. <laughs> I hope yeah. <laughs> because seriously, I I think I was like, uh, man, fourteen when I first um, started to get into the show, or just heard about it, and I was so. I was a lot more excitable then, and if you'd have told me this, like, if I could go back to my 14-year-old self, man, I think I would just uh, pass out. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it's know, bittersweet. <laughs> it's so much in yeah. one go. <laughs> and it, it was like, we they gave us what we wanted, and now we regret it. It was like, we we were all like, oh, why so many filler episodes? We want important plot episodes. And they were like, oh, you want plot episodes? Here you go. We're going to break your heart with them. And we were like, too much, man. Too much. Stop. Ouch. It hurts. It's already broken. Hey, everybody. It's Josh. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Want to give you a heads up, however. Um, going forward, there's a couple instances where the tracks got a little off sync. So I'm actually a little bit before... Chloe and uh, Andreas when I'm actually speaking so it sounds like I'm talking over them and then the track kind of catches up I did my best in order to change that and get everything fixed so what you're hearing is actually way better than the original audio file um, again so sorry for that inconvenience that episode still sounds fine it just sounds like I'm being super rude and talking over everybody well I mean ruder than usual that being said, enjoy the rest of the episode. But when the Lava Lake Beach came, and it was like the the moment of the kiss between Mark, uh, between Star and Tom, and Marco was just there watching so sad. It was like, it didn't hurt me because it wasn't as animated and as serious as the first Jarko kiss. It wasn't like that sentimental. It wasn't really yeah. that up. It was just like a background scene, plus the fact that... What really affected me was that moment with Kelly and Marco. I mean, it was sweet. It was cute. I'm not going to lie. It was really cute. But it was like, I don't know where, okay? I, 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 the first time I saw that moment, I was like, okay, maybe, um, Kelly just went through a, the, the, the official, official breakup with Ted, and Marco just got his heart broken. They, 
they didn't have anybody and they needed to feel like comfort from each other so they comforted each other as friends but the fact that this keeps going and going and now that now it it might be possible that Kelly has a crush on Marco I feel like this is I'm not comfortable with this I don't want to say I don't like it but I'm not yeah. com- comfortable what they're they are doing it's like it feels weird you know it's really really weird it's it's just like okay this is happening now but um it kind of seems like you're just repeating the story that happened between season one and two you know like it's just happening the same you know mm-hmm. like uh now marco has a crush on star and marco's the one suffering from love for for love need and he has yeah. a crush on star but it's in secret and now star is dating tom it's like wow but the fact that they are now adding Kelly, I mean, I like it because I love Kelly as a character. She's really interesting, really fun. But just, like, getting it out of nowhere just to add more shapes to, like, it looks, it's starting to look like an, like a harem. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, like, it's just like it's, it's kind of uncomfortable, you know? I mean, like I said, it's cute, but it's uncomfortable. And I have this saying, uh, not, not to sound like a real jerk or anything, but I believe that sometimes some things the f- the fact that it looks cute doesn't mean it's good. Mm. I'm sorry, sorry to say that, but <laughs> okay. That's my point of view. <laughs> I mean, this and this is the internet. Uh, this is the internet before we get bored on net neutrality. Hashtag save net neutrality, by the way. Uh, so. I, I think I totally agree. I think if um I like it and I like the way once I watched because once I watched the full episode of that I liked the way Mark was very like comforting towards her and that scene where Kelly started crying I was like wow, but I think you know they were if I'm not mistaken they'd only gone what was it Star introduced um or was it Ponyhead they'd introduced her to Kelly oh, only in that Goblin uh, yeah, Dog episode Goblin and I think they've only been in a couple of episodes and that and he wasn't, I think he wasn't, he wasn't yeah 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 so and there's not oh, the bounce sounds yeah yeah and the bounce yeah. and the bounce hmm. but but like when yeah. they introduced him when they introduced Kelly it wasn't even talking with Kelly. Marco was talking with Tad all that along. Was good. That, yeah. that, that was probably one of my favorite reveals when you're like, oh, yeah, no, he was talking yeah, with Tad. Yeah, I mean. Boyfriend <laughs> that lives in his hair. Something you. Oh, see yeah, everybody. yeah, I remember that. You, you, you know what, I, what, what, I, what kind of feeling I got when I first saw Kelly's character? I was like, okay, so this is the trouble. So this is like a, a copy cast of like, of like the, the, oh, yeah. the, the Crazy Adams. You know, that, that uncle with all the hair. I was like, this is gonna be that one, that one character. The, oh, do you know what? That... that is Kelly's hair is my normal hair. I have like extremely. <laughs> I look like I have an afro, but it's just extremely curly hair. I mean, I've been called Lion Poodle, but so I can relate to Kelly. <laughs> yeah, I, I have glasses I, as well. I, I am looking <laughs> like an. Afro. My hair does look like an afro, though. <laughs> I mean, not, not that long, but yeah, it does look like an afro, really curly hair. I think it's nice with the show, like now, we've related to the characters, so that's, like, Marco is, it's, it's quite weird, because it's, you can't really tell where the location is, but there's little hints, and everyone is, I mean, what they've done with the, um, how they've represented uh, gay and lesbian parents, I think, is every so often they've put that in, and I just think, oh. I'm angry at the people that don't support it. 
This is 2017, people. And I, I, Get updated. The world I will is changing. Say in, uh, in okay? Stump Day, they show the one date. little boy with his two dads again, yeah. and he and he actually calls him daddy. And I was like, oh, good, yeah. good start. Yeah. At least you're keeping. Like, yeah. they're, they're sticking with it. They're not. They're not backing yes. down. And I yes. love that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's and, not yeah. going from here. And it 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 actually <laughs> looks like adoption in Muni is working. Yay! That's good. I mean, I'm good with it. I don't care. I think just now, now it seems so, like, for me, it seems so normal just to see that. It's like, yay, but I kind of, I think Steven Universe was the thing for me to really like. I was like, oh, my God, this is a show with kind of, like, um, you know, female and female ships. And I was like, I got into it so easily. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I mean, I was only, I think, 14 at the time. But I can get all thingy. I can get all people's opinions. But when people are, um, uh, there's a word I can't remember. But when people start, um, yeah, you know, uh, words can hurt people. And if they start, um, yeah, that is think how you treat others. If they actually go to a length to treat people badly, whatever their uh, relationship, I yeah, think that it's, is it's when it's like something that mm. I love about this show is they are totally inclusive about everything and i absolutely love that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. just like i love the part where I, I mean i i kind of called it because uh the first time i saw the the club cheeks i was like oh okay then so meteorize so miss hayden is gonna be something related to the butterflies and i was like first like but how old is she? Where does she come from? And then the theories, the theories of Eclipse um, being Meteora's dad came, and I was like, "Hold on, how? How does she, if if this is true, how is she keeping herself?" And then I remember the episode of Saint Olga's School for Wayward Princesses, I, and I remember that how they how they put that video to end the girls' individuality. I was like, "What if that machine is making?" Is sucking the life out of the princesses and giving it to Miss Heinous, and I was like, "That's it." And I was like, and then my theory got confirmed in Monster Bash. Meteora was using that machine to make herself younger for three hundred plus years. Oh, it, that makes sense. Okay, you just answered like a, a question for me. Thank you. <laughs> did I just did I just answer the question that many people had of how the how the hell did she get her? I just found that that reveal of when she went into the room and it, A, it was like a big bombshell, but the way they did it and, oh, I just found it so, I felt kind of like, um, I don't know, I just felt really um, heinous was kind of taken back to her childhood and she was like a new character. But at the end, when you Ooh. see her eyes and her monster arm with all the scales, I just thought that was the icing on the cake. I thought they wouldn't do that. But when they did it, I was like, it's kind of it all plays out into what the fans want, but it's still new. It's... I wonder what she's dancing here. Does she stand in the side of the monsters, or Ooh. does she stand in the side of the humans? Because, because her mother is a her mother is a pro. It's a pro, it's a pro monster, but she respects her family. No, I, I don't think Eclipse. We, is I don't evil. think Eclipse is evil. No, but if we on the other side. I don't the know, I wouldn't speak too soon. I'm half and half. <laughs> On the other side, she inter the only monster she has interacted with is Princess Monster, which ripped her 
camera phone forever. Hashtag justice for Princess Monster. Uh, also, and Rasticor, and it was like Rasticor once against the humans. But also, she made a school. Yeah, but there were also monster princesses in there. They weren't all way, full. But, like, but she, like they yes. were. They were. They were all types of princesses. Huh? Honestly, she yeah. may be. So she may be someone monster, she doesn't or care. She, uh, it's like one of those because like she'll take she'll like take in Emily. humans and she'll take in monsters because she had no problem yes. letting uh, uh, Marco and Star into the Princess Academy. So. I, I, it would be it would be nice if she's one of those I people that I, helps bridge that gap between think, the monsters and the humans, along with Star. That would be that would Definitely. be amazing. You know what? We're, I, what we're sorry. Out, I'm, I'm so sorry. You go it's on. fine. Sorry. <laughs> so I, I feel like this is a British thing to 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 plot for oh, my no. own good. <laughs> sorry. Uh, everybody does it in the world. How do you think Trump got himself into the office? Huh. <laughs> I was going to say, I like um, the mystery of, you know, how, why is um, Heinous, uh, why is she still alive or kind of that young? And what happened to her after um, kind of Eclipse got frozen or crystallized? That gap is, I think, and she seems to be very, um, it's kind of like when uh, she's, she wants to be loved or she doesn't have that kind of development of a childhood which she still needs and that i find as a character with as when she develops more is oh, i think it's gonna it's gonna resolve I mean, a lot I'm, of mystery sure to we'll that have and a full i can't wait episode with heinous mm. figuring everything out like I, I don't know if star or marco will go to eclipsa to figure out what's going on or if we'll just have uh, Heinous actually figuring everything out and, like, what happened these past 300 years. Because she didn't even remember anything. So there was something that was, like, affected her memory enough to make her completely forget that she was Eclipse's daughter. So maybe, I don't know, maybe it's something that Moon did. Maybe she cast yeah. some sort of spell to make Heinous forget. I don't know. There, I and there may be something to do with I hope that they just do a full episode on that, or at least like a half, like one of their half episodes. And so we just show everything that happened with oh, Nina. Uh, with her. Kind of like, because uh, they've done that a few times with Aludo before. So maybe something where we get, you know, some sort of heinous storyline. That would be interesting. Yeah. What about Mina? I think Mina is gonna be part of the, of our sanity lust. Mina, Mina, who's she? Mina Loveberry, Sailor Moon. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Oh man, I. Yes. Sailor Moon, purple head. I oh, think she. she loads of people crazy. I saw found that episode so scary. Both Miss <laughs> Haynes and Mina became crazy at the same time, and they forgot everything in their past. He has to do something mm. with Mina of, See, of, that would that would be interesting if her, uh, her Mina and I think Heinous, like maybe Mina was Heinous's protector, and something happened, some spell gone awry, and now she wants to like hunt her down and like destroy everything. That would be a cool mm-hmm. twist. Wait, mm. so I just realized something. Remember in in Battle for Muni, how yeah. Mina was like the warrior advisor of of Moon. At the same time, Shinobi Theora was kept in the monster temple oh mina's probably how old, old is mina i could, could ah. any of the, 
Could any of these, could the queens be immortal in a way? I just realised that doesn't make any sense. But Or maybe some sort of extended life. Because you've got to think, um, the Newmans are actually, they're human-like, but they're actually, is it like the life of a butterfly? Or, I mean, it's supposed to be butterflies only live for a day, so that doesn't make sense. But still, I think there's more, um, there's more depth <laughs> I don't think, I don't think, queens can make someone immortal, or maybe cluster magic can make people immortal, mm. but I don't think... Queens can be moral. Well, I mean, they they can have they can have long lifespans at least. They may not be fully immortal, yeah. but maybe they can have really long lifespans. Yeah. Because I mean, we don't really like we honestly don't know how old Moon is. On the other hand, because I and because because all they talk about and then even the members of the Magic Council, yeah. they haven't aged at all. Oh, they're well, some of them because they're immortal. <laughs> they're actually immortal. The, the book. Uh, the... Uh, oh, okay. Star Marcus' guide to mastering every dimension says they're immortal. Yeah, I, ha I have that book. Created. I just haven't read all. Ooh, of it. okay. Is there a problem? <laughs> I don't have it, and I know it. Jesus. I just oh. I, I remember to trying that. to order it on Amazon. I'm on the ask that book for Christmas. Please, Santa Claus, bring it to me. Okay. Um. So. <laughs> uh, let's see. We've talked about ships. Uh, I mean, because I can pr like we're we're all we're. I think, no, no, I think no. we're all on that Starko for the win. Starko for the win. Oops. Mm. Can I just say sorry? I my biggest with with I the Blood Moon Ball episode. I think is just a. Yep. I think that was the episode that showed there was something different about the show. That it yes. was very oh, uh, mystical and I mean the music and the lighting. It was so um, foreboding and it was kind of. You either like it or it, or it, yeah, it could be like evil but romantic at the same time. And the ah. music, I mean, I think I've actually heard it. Um, I, th I thought, uh, is it a? I think it's a track actually produced just for Star vs. Force of Evil. Yeah, Brian, uh, Brian actually composed the music, I think. Yeah, yeah, and but I, I thought it was something that was based off a um, another piece. And I've actually found, um, I'm not sure what it was, but for a theme park where I am, they'd actually used the backing track. What? The I know. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, it might not be, but it sounds so similar. Maybe I was that's, like, wow. Maybe that's why the, the song of I Don't Wanna Know, when Marco realizes his feelings for Star sounds, to me it sounded kind of like some some tune of early Beatles, you know? Mm, mm. I mean, and when I'm... Oh, when uh, it was the Song Day episode, and um, oh, oh, I can't remember Patrick, his name, oh. but um, the the guy who voiced um, no. the yeah. guy who sung the song, he is uh, he's um, he's I from Fallout Boy. Boy. I feel so bad for not knowing his name, but that was amazing. Patrick, Again, no. a, a person who brings energy to a character, and kind of that was brilliant. His name is Patrick Stump, by the way. Patrick Stump, that's it. <laughs> It's like they were calling it the Ooh, whole time. Patrick Stump. Stump. Uh, Stump. He, he, he came back in uh, Battle for Muni, right? Yeah. Wait, wait. <laughs> remember that they have to make a lot of... Yeah. But remember, Ooh. Patrick Stump. He was Stump. part of the so. Resistance. He was Stump. part of the... Yeah, um... yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the... La yeah, Resistance. La Resistance. I love how they all have... Really? I love how they all have... La Resistance. That was perfect. Oh, man. I knew that would come... Yeah. yeah. 
Even Margot. And when, Mar- when Star went, that beret looked so cute on me. I was like, oh my oh, god. Oh, yeah. If Marco's smart, he still has Bring that beret. Bring back the beret. <laughs> and the meat blanket. Just... And the meat oh, okay. blanket. That mean blanket. That actually Wait. looks like like a, like one of those, like... Uh... Oh, what's the name? Oh, man. What, what's the name that you... I, I don't know how to... I, I forgot how to say this in English. It's like the thing you use in winter to cover your... You you wrap yourself around it, a blanket. That that meat blanket is even in the name. That blanket looks like uh, looks like a Mexican style uh, blanket, which is really known, which has like a tiger uh, drawn on the blanket. It really a, a really typical Mexican blanket. Wow. I was like, this can relate. I can relate that. Stereotypical, but I can relate that. It was so cute. I thought I was like. Hey, is he gonna? And then in the episode in Love for Slum, I think I'm, I hope I'm pronouncing it the right. In that episode when he was wrapped around his 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 cape, uh, he, I was like, Marcos Aburrido. I, I loved. Uh, yeah, like his cape. I it kind of sucks that the cape is gone, but it does make sense. Oh, it's just a meat blanket. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if you if I if you went to a restaurant and just went inside with a cape and you were like so which which is that you are wearing there oh it's my mid blanket i i can relate to that so much i mean uh, for some reason uh my cosplay i wanted a cape for cosplay and i i think it was from marco actually i just wanted a cape and there was one in the shop and yeah for no absolute reason it was just a red cape and it looked awesome i i didn't get it but uh, so I can relate to Marco, like when he sat down with the nachos, that made me laugh so much. Like that—that that actually looks like a burrito. Marco's <laughs> a burrito. Just I just eating them like. Uh, oh yeah, that cape is from filthy. Cape. That cape must be really dirty. <laughs> it's time for Sherlock to watch that. <laughs> it's kind of like when you've been in um, uh, if you've been in like your PJs all day, that sort of. Yeah. You, oh. Oh yeah, for oh, yeah. sure. That's, that's comfortable. So, but it's also what do you really guys want to see happen yes. for next <laughs> season? So, Chloe, what do you want to see? Oh, um, I'm quite. I'm going to leave it up to the creators because now that I've seen what's happened, what they can do. I I want to see more of um, Eclipsa, some of the mysteries, more to do with the Blood Moon Ball, and I want an episode like Blood Moon Ball, and kind of um based on astronomical things like the sun and the moon and maybe an episode kind of where Marco <laughs> this is gonna sound so bad. I want to see Marco's feelings develop more. I I don't want to see him cry, but you know, that would be kind of like st- what Star went through that. That kind of builds up to if they ever if Starco it happened, that really builds up. But yeah. I'd like to see if like some and maybe more one constant setting. It's amazing seeing all of the worlds, but I find the transition from Earth to Muni was like, whoa! But I, I like it. Nice. So, what about you, Andres? Yeah, that's what I'd like to see. <laughs> just Starko. Okay, I, I just said it's Starko. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> yes. Obviously. Obviously. No, no, no. Obviously that. But, but also, I, I want to see, like, an episode where Star becomes adult Star as well, like Marco, and... They go on together. That would be really fun. And I also want to see a, a Jenna episode, like 
I don't know. It can be yes. her. They can be Maybe we can get Tom in there. You know, it will be really fun. <gasps> I was just about to say that. I, I uh, that so, ship so has just to Tom happen. And, Jana, uh, and they probably destroy the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be funny. That would be funny. That would be amazing. Also, I want to see. A, I want to see an episode. Uh, talking about like you know uh, where ja- Jackie go. Jackie's life, like on Earth, how is how's everything after the breakup? Like, Ooh, not, not counting the, the sentimental part. I don't want to see my my little baby Jackie cry. I want to see her like eh, having a normal chill day. How's oh, her life? Did, you know? did they bring up the mermaid thing? I found that. Oh yeah, they they did brought it with with those uh, spider with the hat videos. They were like, yeah, I found that. I was like, man, that. Oh, man, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, you know? I think like, that could be something to be explored yeah. more if she ever did come back. Oh, my, that would be amazing. I mean, she did come back for, like, five five times five, uh, split on one split second in Holiday Special where the all scene I was, like, uh, trying to talk, and he was, like, Marco saying yeah. to Jackie, it's always better that to was, tell the truth. That was good. Uh, honest, honestly, for me, I'd like mm-hmm. to see some more uh, Clipsa. I'd like to see yeah. some more think- heinous. Uh, I would love Toffee to come back. I don't yes. think he'll yeah. come back until like season four, though, because I mean they basically confirmed ah. that these lizards are basically immortal, and then like he was still alive after Star gave him a blast, and then some rocks <laughs> fell on him, and then Rivers like, oh well, he's oh, done. Yeah. And you're like, but you just said he's immortal. Yeah, you know, that was. I don't think it. they ever do that in a show yeah. anymore. Just say, oh, he's dead. No. No, yeah. no, no. No, no. But I'm just going to say it right now. I know what every single fan wants in this fandom. No matter, no matter what ship you want, no matter how, how many tiers you have. This is it. We want a crossover episode between Gravity Falls and Star Wars <gasps> and the Forces of Evil. We you know, want it. My, my camera just got louder then. It was Grand Reveal. Yes. Oh. We want it. Alex Kirsch, Darren Nevsky, hear us out. Please make a crossover the episode. Disney TV and I, TV animation, would, please. That would be fantastic. So, please. so what would we happen? Would Mabel you. and Dipper find a portal and somehow go to Muni, or would actually it'd be it'd pretty oh. cool if uh, if you know when St- when Star Rick. was still uh, would still you know going through I mean, all the dimensions. Got Rick if she happened to go through like Oregon. That would have been that would have been hilarious. Yeah. Oh, do, you know, you know, like they just Bill Cipher just opened a new portal and boom. <laughs> they, they, yeah, that would be brilliant. You know what? We just they just released a teaser for Rick and Morty season four, and you can mm-hmm. in a second you can see four pines in the background with Rick Sanchez. <laughs> And I, and I'm like, well, I mean, they, they basically already swing. said that. Well, I mean, <laughs> Hello there. Uh, when like, the, the, there's the part in uh, Rick and Morty where they said no. uh, like there's uh, when Stan first opens the portals, he has that mug and a clipboard, uh, like, and they fly into the portal in Gravity Falls, and then in Rick and Morty, yeah. that same mug and clipboard fly over into. An episode of Rick and Morty. So, like, it is like they are. Oh my gosh! Kind of yeah. connected, and the same thing with. Uh... 
well, 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 because well, because I mean, it, well, we know that there. those two are connected. Maybe, we maybe, know that, uh, maybe Rick, Rick, uh, Rick and maybe Morty Rick and is. Gravity Falls are connected, but Star vs. the Forces of Evil is connected with Gravity Falls, and we know that Gravity Falls has, because oh, they are they have, they've already have crossovers. Oh, definitely, it can happen. It can happen. Make it happen. I mean, we already have a team team. Team Team Squad, which is done by a great artist. I don't know who. I think it's D-Tunes. Great series, by the way. They link a lot of shows, including Rick and Morty, Star Wars, The Force of Rebel, and Gravity Falls. But, man, you know what? If, if The Simpsons and, the, and Family Guy could do it, why can't Disney do it as well? Come on, man. Mm. Come on. I think I'd like to see... Hear me out here. I I wouldn't like to see a full episode, because I think once you do that... It would be kind of bittersweet. You'd want more Gravity Falls. But I think it would be so good to see Star and Marty, even if this was just like um, a holiday special uh, or a little um, like, kind like of little anim- clip the animators do. Uh, when, the anniversary. The anniversary. Yeah. They would you know? be going, yeah, or an anniversary. That's it. Um, them going, uh, Star and Marco, like messing around with the portals, going after a monster. Um, and then they end up in um, Gravity Falls, where Mabel, whatever scenario they are in now, and it can just be a uh, Mabel and uh, Dipper don't know, and then yeah. um, Dipper could be like, "Did you hear something?" And and Mabel just say something like "blah," and yeah. yeah. And you know what? <laughs> that, that episode that episode could also be the episode that we we sh- we are shown Star and Marco adults, both of them are adults. Oh yeah. You know, uh, actually, the idea of the of the crossover episode was given to me by. Uh, which one? You, you remember the friend I told you about, uh, Josh? Mm. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, the one that I told you, he wa- he also wanted to do the interview with me, but couldn't do it because. <laughs> yeah, my my friend Eduardo, they they call him Spider Man. <laughs> I don't know why. They call him Spider Man. I don't know. Hi, Such from wherever you are, Eduardo. Oh man, <laughs> so I I don't know about you guys, but I'm ready for uh like. Yeah season the rest of season three to come out so hopefully we get that in february gonna be amazing. Gonna be amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah it's gonna be amazing yeah i, I, I want i just want yeah, to go yeah, back I'm, to I'm not a fan of i mean even though yeah I do yeah definitely arranging everything i'm i i i like these as a one a week episode i i think it fits better yeah yeah definitely. Uh, I mean, it's better for, um, I think, viewing-wise and kind of when they drop the bombshells, it's more rapid and people can get get on with it instead of focusing. It gives it more. But I I find um, I hadn't watched the, I mean, watching the episodes these kind of last couple of weeks has been like, I don't want to say a chore to watch them, but because there's so many and you want to enjoy each one, kind of, it's... (laughs) It's just, yeah, it's just, plus. I want to enjoy I, uh, it so good, like Star Wars The Force of Evil, but it goes so fast, you don't have time. You feel like yeah. you're watching them all, otherwise, you're going to get spoiled. Example, this podcast right Yeah, here. oh man. And on, on top of. On top of having a, I've just, I've got an eight week Labrador at the minute, and um, every time I go, he goes to sleep, I turn on my iPad and watch it. He wakes up, yeah. and it's like, oh man. He, no, he's I, adorable, I, but. <laughs> I literally have been. So. It's just like Marco. It's a cinnamon roll. 
Yeah. Barco also, Diaz I love how the they kept the laser name. puppies and Barco Diaz. Oh, when they said Marco Neil, and then all the puppies that have uh, something that says Arco in their name just sit down, and it was like, oh, oh I love so that. Cute. Uh, it's so good. I, oh, that was so cute. Oh my god. It's, I love it. It's not because yeah. in most shows, like, um, it will be one of those star spells. It's not just um, they stay, like, with the, um, they become characters. Like, with most things, it's, uh, oh, there's a word, it's not continuous. That's it. That's the word. Yeah. And this, I find they do it in such a way which isn't overbearing. And it's just nice to see, like, oh, he's great. I love Spider with a top hat, and, and oh, oh, yeah, I love the I love those bro yeah. unicorns. I love too. your spider. The ones that are always like, those guys are so cool. I I wish there was more of oh, that. Oh, the yeah, lifted bra, lifted man. And the fact that they I want to see more episodes of the wand. I want to see yeah. more episodes of the wand. Holiday special was yeah. I'd love to see what it would turn with uh, Janna. Would it be something like completely oh, dark? Or would it be pink? And... If Janna went to the underworld with Tom, that would be a oh, like, yeah. Just touching everything and dropping everything. It was. It would be so funny. So... Although I, I want to hear. Well, okay. Went well, back to the question. I want to hear. I want, Marco I want them to do another love more. sentence episode. That, that is would be great. Yeah. Yeah. We... Yeah. I want oh, him no, speaking I... more Spanish. Oh, that would oh, be. Oh yes, yes. Por favor, por favor, yes. Daron Nefsi, por favor. <laughs> also, I want to see. I want to actually see a duet between Star and Marco because the 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 yes. duet that they said in in Just Friends it was just like a lip singing. I want to see a duet of the both of them singing. Okay. <laughs> I, we already I'm got so... Marco and Tom sing. We already got Star and Tom to sing together. Let's just. Oh, get... That was amazing. Um, let's just get. Marco and start alone singing the, their actual, not their second favorite song, their actual first favorite love sentence song. <laughs> too little, too late. Sorry. That's their, that's their second favorite second favorite song. I wonder which one's mm. the first one. Please tell me. Please tell me the the name is gonna the name of. Oh, the I think I think their favorite song is. Oh, that would friends. be amazing. I, I just. Oh wait, yeah, that was their that was their second favorite song. That's right. No, no, no. They, oh they, no! They, the second favorite song. No, I want I want their favorite song to be like an, a title like that would like, be hilarious. Uh, love meant to be. That would be like. Yeah, I mean, even oh. these songs are so good. I mean, um, even uh, Star's um, kind of song about a burrito. I was. I had that in my head for a week. I hadn't even watched the episode. I, I never let you go, my little burrito. Burrito, burrito, burrito. Oh, man. Yeah. This is a one-weird podcast. We told you people this was going to get weird. <laughs> going to get a little well. I am from around here. That's I'm basically from, I am from England. And I'm Sorry. From <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Mexico as well, but it's not it's not as it's not as like stereotypical as uh, fake news. Oh, man. Like okay, so this was fun. We need to have mm. another one when part two comes like- out. So after part two, we'll get back together and we'll do another one. Yeah. Next time, next time let's get awesome. Next time let's get someone like Adam. Oh let's yeah, just, just everybody spam Adam, Adam and be like, Peter, hey, like, come on, like please come into the podcast. Yeah, come on. Yes. Hashtag 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 animation. 
uh, Star Wars The Force of Evil po- podcast with Adam McCartan. Yes. Hashtag this is a very long I know, we'll just make it as long as possible. Hashtag Star vs. V full podcast. Let's get Adam McCarthy okay. on the Animation Station podcast. That's the yeah. whole entire hashtag. <laughs> oh, I would die. <laughs> it, actually me, it actually reminds me of a hashtag. I used to spend a friend of mine that also watches the series with, when in her YouTube channel. Her channel is me, editors forever. She has a like a texting starter texting story series. I used to put put a uh, real long hashtag just like bring Maria Butterfly Diaz back or hashtag we want to see Star more develop more because it's a beautiful like, yes like world. actual moments. Oh yeah, it's sorry fine. guys, um, I've got news. Let, I need to go, let's and go eat. ahead and uh, wrap this up. Uh, real quick, Chloe, where can everybody find you? Okay, yes, I'm on Instagram at Dippy Hippie. It's supposed to be in an art. Uh, uh, bleh, art account, but uh, I don't know what it is anymore. It's just a <laughs> <laughs> nice. post anything. Andreas? No, but yeah, that's oh. my main account. Oh, perfect. Mm. Oh, and I have a YouTube channel. Sorry, that's it. Yay! <laughs> you can find me in three places. You can find me in Tumblr as Marco Diaz Starco. You can find me in Twitter as at and de la parra with double R in parra. And you can find me in YouTube as Excellent. And you the can find me on Twitter and Instagram IMT. at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast, on Twitter at Animate Podcast, and on Facebook and Tumblr at Animation Station Podcast. And you can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, and at our website, animationstationpodcast.com. Guys, thanks so much for coming on. It was awesome. Awesome. Uh, it was brilliant. For having us. It was amazing. It was amazing. I, I was kind of not going to lie. I was nervous, but now oh, I can finally talk about cartoons with a purpose. We got it out. We got it out of our system, yeah. finally.